Hi everybody, it's Coach Jenny. I'm a wife, I'm a cyclist, I'm a hiker, traveler, an entrepreneur, a golden doodle mom, but most importantly, I'm an athlete who's visually impaired. So let's get started. Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 43. Holy Snapdragon, that's so exciting. So uh, today we're going to talk about just one of my least favorite but most favorite questions to answer. It is, what is it like to be visually impaired? Question mark. I'm going to break it down for you. So let's get started. Well, first of all, people ask me, well, um, you don't look visually impaired. And I say, well, thank you. Then I'm doing a great job at it. because I have to have a sense of humor at it. If you don't know who I am or where I've come from, so my name is Jenny and I am visually impaired. That is correct. I only see out of one eye and I was born with a pinch optic nerve. What that means is that the vision that comes in on my right eye doesn't get processed. My brain doesn't know what to do with it, so therefore it just pretty much just shut it off. So I am left eye dominant. I've been like this since I've been born. My parents have taken me to the best of the best of the doctors here in Philadelphia and everywhere that you could go to have the ultimate care about 43 years ago. I had many eye surgeries and all these other things that could happen to help strengthen the eye from eye therapy to vision therapy to all these other ways to help with the eye, but nothing ever made it better. It's something that changed my life forever, being visually impaired. But you know what? Having a good sense of humor about it is the best way to handle this situation. Because I always say the powers that be that created me gave me two wonderful things to deal with, being visually impaired and being six foot three. And I know I talk about myself being super tall all the time and six foot three is not super tall but it is taller than the average female so you know these are things that I had to deal with when I was like 10 that I was as tall as a 16 year old so the question that I get all the time in through messaging and Facebook is you don't look visually impaired. How dare you for the people out there that are blind and you don't have a walking stick and you don't have a dog that guides you. Well, you know what? Let me break it down for you. There are different levels of being visually impaired. And you know what? Not everybody who's visually impaired is completely blind. I am very blessed to have vision in one eye, that I can still see the world, explore, and do everything else that people do on a regular basis that they may take advantage of, that I can do this. Things are a little bit different for me, yes. Today was the prime example. I woke up and I put my contact in. Yes, I only wear one contact in my good eye. (laughs) If you would call that good, it's still a really gnarly prescription. But it was not clear. And I was 
fuddling around with the contact and moving it and taking it out and cleaning it and putting it back in because I have daily lenses. So I threw that contact away because I was like, oh, there must be something wrong with it. I got a new contact, put that one in. Then I was still having the same problem. It wouldn't focus. It wouldn't settle. Everything was blurry. And my anxiety level went from like a zero to about a seven in a split second. I was like, holy shit, something's wrong with my eye. And then the more I was in my head, like something's wrong with my eye, I can't see, I can't see, this is what's going on, I need to call my doctor, I need to talk to my husband, like I am going down this spiral. (laughs) I talk about the Jersey Shore spiral all the time because I have these moments. I can't see, I can't see. So I had to take a deep breath, I took out my contact, I put my glasses on, and my vision was like, better. But I was like, okay, I need to assess this. What's going on? I used to work for an eye doctor many, many years ago. And the first thing I learned is we need to put some hydrating drops in my eye because this is the number one example of when your eyes are dry, it's really going to cloud your vision. Your contact's not going to fit right because your eye is dry. So I put a couple rewetting drops in my eye, blinked a little bit, and everything was about 95% better. I was like, okay, you know, girls got this under control, bring down the anxiety level a little bit. So um, thinking about why is my eye dry? Okay, Uh, last night I took a decongestant because I've been super, super congested. Um, That will absolutely do it. When you take a decongestant, Obviously, it's trying to make you not congested. It is taking all that fluid that's in your nasal cavities, that's around your eyes and around wherever, and it's trying to dry it up. So therefore, it's drying up everything that's in your face, including your eyes. So um, yeah, when I was having a clearer mindset on everything. I was like, oh yeah, I took a decongestant the last couple days. You know, I have been feeling super congested. Um, Maybe that's what's going on. When you are experiencing dry eye symptoms like this, drink more water. I can't say it enough because we as humans in general don't drink enough water for what we need it for. But in general, to help with your body, with many different aspects of health and wellness, drink more water. This is my experience dealing with nasal decongestants and talking with my doctors and what they have been telling me over the years. If you are experiencing intense eye conditions, it is scratchy, something feels like it is in it, please seek medical attention ASAP. Let me give you a bolt of knowledge. If you have an eye injury, go to your eye doctor because a lot of people who have an eye injury, welders flash or they get something stuck in their eye or something flies in it when you're cycling or you get poked. A lot of people go to their general practitioner or their family doctor. They are amazing people. I love my family doctor, but I know my family doctor 
is not an eye doctor. That is not their wheelhouse. So when you have something wrong with your eyeballs, please go to an eye doctor. And if you don't have an eye doctor, please, 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 I can't stress this enough, please find one. There's many ways that you can locate an eye doctor. If you have vision insurance, you can look through the vision insurance and see where you can go and who takes your vision insurance. Some medical insurance have vision underneath it. So I am a pro with all this stuff. I'm just saying you should look into your vision benefits because you get an eye exam. And if you need glasses, they'll help you pay for them or contacts. There's so many beautiful things that can come out of vision insurance. And sometimes if you have an eye injury, that gets submitted to the medical insurance, not your vision insurance because it is a medical problem now on your eyeball. But yes, you still need to go to an eye doctor when you have some kind of eye trauma. So that is my bolt of knowledge for you. So I will get off my little soapbox and go back to what is it like being visually impaired. But my days are as normal as you. I would love to turn around to people and say, well, what is it like to be sighted? And people usually look at me kind of funny because I I ask them this question. And that's the way I feel when people ask me, what is it like to be visually impaired? I don't know. I don't know what it's like. And I don't know anything different because I was born like this. I don't realize any difference. So my life is just the same. The only thing is, is that I had to learn how to adapt and learn how to educate myself on being healthy and happy and take care of my eye. And when I cycle, I wear my Oakleys that wrap around my face and I have eye drops and I wear more expensive lenses contact lenses because they're throwaways. I can throw them away every night because when I wore monthly lenses, they would build up on the proteins and that's a whole other situation that made my eye so sore. But it comes down to the fact of, I wouldn't trade my life for anything. I am super happy the way I am, who I've grew into and who I am today because my visual impairment made me the better person because I had to work harder. Sure, as a kid, I didn't want to work hard, but on the other hand, I'm a better person for it. I can teach other people about what it's like. I can show people that the world is still alive. The world is still out there for us to achieve and enjoy adventures. I do everything else that that you do. I drive a car, I play sports, I have cell phones, I have computers and all these other things, but I may use bigger fonts or, you know, I like to use audiobooks because it's a lot easier than reading. You know, it's all about adapting. So to sum that up, what is it like being visually impaired? It's no different than you living your life being sighted. It's just... I adapted a little bit differently to make my life a very fulfilling and fruitful life. So on that note, guys, everything is going so well with mentoring. I absolutely love my monthly group called The Mentorship 
because it's so much fun. The people that are in it are really just kind of opening up and really talking with each other. We're growing and learning. And, you know, March this month, this month is the most important month. And I love this month so much because it is National Nutrition Month. So we're talking all about health, happiness, and wellness. So if that's something you dig, you should totally come into this mentorship. And I'm also tossing this idea around and I want to bring it to you and see what you think. I'm thinking about starting a low cost, like $10, $15 mentorship group. And maybe just for women, I'm not really sure yet. I'm, I'm just kind of feeling out the fielders right now. Just to, you know, a group where we can get together and talk with each other, problem solve with each other, that, you know, I'll still go live and still have Q&As and guest speakers here and there. And, you know, nothing nearly as intense as my VIP uh, mentoring, the mentorship, but something that's a little bit more structured, something that gives a little bit of accountability. And you know what? It's something that it still gives you that private and that safe, secure group where we can all get together and we can talk about topics. This is something that I want to create for you because I see so many people struggling and I I want to help, hoping that I can create this kind of environment for you. If this is something that you're interested, totally message me on social media or email me at Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, at thecoachjenny.com. I would love to hear from you and how I can help you. So on that note, guys, I'm going to end this call because... I'm actually recording this on Friday night. And as you know, Friday night is pizza night. And my husband is waiting patiently in the kitchen for me to finish up. So be bold, be badass, and I'll talk to you next week.